Hello, listener. Before we start the show, quick three things I need for you to do to help us with getting the show in front of more people. Number one, subscribe because it's free and you get a new show every single week. Number two, give us a five star review on Apple Podcasts. And number three, share this episode with a friend because sharing is the ultimate internet currency. And we thank you for your donation. So without further ado, let us get this show on the road. And Jimmy, roll the thing. That kind of nerd. Let's start the show with comics, movies, and technology. Here we go. Bringing you the segments that you're looking for. Like Cape Talk screen to stream, tech perspective, and more. Cast this nerd degree and the blockbuster. Welcome to the club, because you're that kind of nerd. Welcome, everyone, to That Kind of Nerds podcast, a weekly show that tells you what is going on in the nerdy world. I am CJ Mellon, joined... Hi, Brian Thornton. Your voice is different when you record. <laughs> okay. I guess that's the thing we're, we're just doing now. Uh, unfortunately, Josh cannot be here this week. He is too busy yelling passion fruit at a truck full of LaCroix, so that way it has some flavor. <laughs> well, since it is the start of a new month, Brian, again, I have to thank you, sir. By candlelight this month, handcrafting a wonderful collection of movies that are coming out in the month of September. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the blockbuster. <laughs> I want to be very clear. I have electricity. There was no candlelight involved. Well, I just thought that that you put so much more attention that it's crafted by candlelight. Mm. You could sell it for me. I mean, yeah, this month was extremely, uh, you know, hard with only three <laughs> movies that are worth anything coming out. And we've talked about all three of them already. Yep. So I'm legit going to go through this rapid fire. Are Here you ready? Go. Ready? Ready? Go. First week is September. September 6th. It chapter two. Hard pass. You're not seeing it. I am. And then we wait. You're not kidding. And then there's nothing until. I'm still waiting. Hang on. Sure. Pause for dramatic effect. September 20th. September 20th has two releases that we have spoken about previously. Ad Astra starring Brad Pitt and uh, Tommy Lee Jones and other people that I don't remember right now. And also Rambo Last Blood which is the end of the Rambo series, unless they make a Last Blood Part 2. Last Blood, the very last blood. Maybe the the last drop of blood. Last blood, but now it's the last plasma. Then it's the last organ. Then the last hair. I don't, I don't know. But uh, Rambo, Last Blood, both come out on September 20th, which I'm always down for a Rambo movie. And there you have it. The blockbuster. Hey! Ta-da! That is, I, I just like the record to reflect, people. We have been doing the show for about four years, and the blockbuster for probably three and a half. And this is the yeah, shortest. That about right. This is the shortest one that we've uh, we've ever had. This month sucks, and it's filled with one hard pass and two hell yes. So, um, it's okay. filled with a giant hell yes from me. I am all about it. Chapter two. It's not gonna. Well, listen, you know, I'm, I'm sorry glad. that you uh, can't handle your own fears. You know, that whole franchise is about you overcoming your fears. And apparently you don't know how to do that. We are recording this on Friday, the, the 23rd. Hopefully, listener, by the time that you listen to this, the next five minutes will be resolved. But you need to know our feelings because it's important to talk about the world of comics. See how are affecting TV. See how they're affecting movies. But most of all, how the hell is it affecting the two of us this week? Ladies mm. and gentlemen. It's time for Cape Talk. Cape Talk. 
So Tuesday the 20th. Mm. A day which uh, pissed me off for the whole week. Sony decided to do a little bit of leaking, saying that Spider-Man isn't going to be in the MCU. And if you follow our Instagram or any of our social posts, I instantly just said, first off, don't buy into this hype. This is just a PR stunt that's that's just going to blow up in everybody's faces. Mm-hmm. Please don't buy into this. But then, of course, because we're just a small, tiny corner of the Internet, everyone else said, fuck you, I have feelings. And the chaos has ensued. I, I am not kidding. I've had people who I haven't spoken to in 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 years <laughs> text me or send me a Facebook post of "Is this true? Spider Man really leaving the MCU?" I mean, Brian, your dad, Papa Thornton, even had to text us, and 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 I had to, to give my two cents. I, I don't believe the hype. It, it, this is really just a PR stunt gone uh, awry. It was it's a, not gone awry. It's gone exactly how well, they wanted to go. I guess so. It's a negotiating tool. It's all about producers. Brian, give me context or calm me down because I'm angry. I, I don't know how I'm going to calm you down. Nothing that I'm going to say is going to help the situation. I think I I think that Sony has um, gotten a little full of themselves because they had a successful Spider-Man movie with Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. And a uh, way more successful than anybody expected Venom movie. And they're just trying to, to get, a, I don't know, a bigger piece of the pie, more say in the creative process. I don't know what their end goal is. I just think that they're, they're stirring the pot. They're poking the bear. Whatever other clever metaphor you want to assign to get Disney to acquiesce to their requests. But much like Barbosa says... I'm sure Disney will decline to acquiesce to their requests. And also, they're more like guidelines anyway, right? I mean, really? Yeah, okay. what do you think about so it? So here's a tweet that came out on uh, the, the 21st, right? Uh, and, and there's just a few lines of this that just infuriate me. <laughs> Much of today's news about Spider-Man has mischaracterized recent discussions about Kevin Feige's involvement in the franchise. I highly doubt that. Mm-hmm. We are disappointed, but respect Disney's decision not to have him continue as lead producer for our live-action Spider-Man films. I also doubt that as well. We we hope this might change in the future, but understand that many new responsibilities that Disney has given him, including all their newly Marvel uh, newly added Marvel properties, don't allow him to work on IP they don't own. Okay, first off, that's a huge fuck you. Kevin is terrific, and we're grateful for his help and guidance and appreciate the path he has helped put us on, which we will continue to follow. So, hey, so long and thanks for all the fish is what Sony's trying to say, but they're also trying to say, by the way, you don't own Spider-Man, so piss off, okay? Is that not the general context of this of that tweet? I mean, I think, uh, I think you read in between the lines masterfully, um, but at the same time, like, I, because of that tweet, then there was all sorts of articles like, oh, X-Men is the reason that Spider-Man's not in the MCU anymore because Dark Phoenix bombed so bad yes. that Kevin Feige has to focus on the X-Men. No, no. he effing doesn't. He, he, he doesn't. He doesn't need – he's been managing this universe since day one with no problems. Adding a couple more characters into the mix is not going to split his attention. He doesn't need to devote all of his time to the X-Men. That's the most ludicrous effing thing I've ever heard of. Just, again, this is just a giant PR stunt. This is a giant pissing match. This was, I, I don't know, this what, broke two days before D23 started? Now guess what? 
all the internet traffic is what's going on D23. Are they going to say anything about Spider-Man? Like I'm doing it. I'm constantly trying to find updates to D23, which is exactly what they want. So, uh, when people were texting us about this, right? I said, listen, this sounds like a pissing match and they're not going to put any stake into it. It really Mm -hmm. just sounds like someone wants more money and a producer credit. And Sony just wants to get more for doing less. Uh, so much so that even how much less could they do? They had nothing to do with making those past two movies. Well, here's the deal: they paid all the, as you know, Brian. But the they listeners paid probably to make know. it. That's it. They did. They 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 wrote, they wrote the a check, fucking check, but they did nothing else. Uh, so much creatively, so, they legitimately did nothing. Yeah, I, I just listen. Hopefully, again by the time you're listening to this on Monday, yay, it's all solved. The the rumors that swung around were that Disney came in and went, hey, listen, I know we have a five percent stake in Spider Man, but now we want fifty. And Sony leaked that saying, Aren't they goddamn unreasonable people? To then the Disney people then leak, you know, guys, we didn't really ask for fifty, we asked for like twenty. Like we were I think we did a lot of heavy lifting on this and you rode our you rode our coattails with Avengers. So, you know, I think we deserve a, a an honest cut of what the hell we're doing. And uh I'm really pissed about this and I really wish it would stop and I hope it's done by now. Yeah, I agree. Full heartedly. This is dumb for both companies. It, it'd be dumb for Disney and it'd be dumb for, it'd be super dumb for, for it'd for be Sony. super dumb for Sony. I was just talking to, to a friend of mine uh, earlier about this. Like, you know what the top grossing Spider-Man movie was before um, Marvel got involved? Spider-Man. Amazing Spider-Man. Nope. Spider-Man three. Oh, oh God, really? You know how much? Like uh, 770 million. That was it? That was it. It's huh. the highest grossing Spider-Man movie that Sony's done solo. Side note, if you would like to hear our thoughts on Spider-Man 3, I would go check out our Patreon for our exclusive uh, retro review of it. Anywho, if I were Marvel slash Disney, I would go in with that information and say, you didn't have nearly as much success with this character as we have. And I would also point out all of the critics and all of the fan reactions to this news. If if this is Sony trying to say we can do this without you, I would prove to them very simply that you can't. So I I, I turned to something that I normally don't turn to for some solace numbers. And Ooh. I said, I know. And I asked myself a, a basic question that other people are asking of, OK, if they get Spider-Man. What other properties, what other franchises does Sony own that they can kind of cash in on? Mm-hmm. And and the immediate answers were uh, The Karate mm-hmm. Kid, Ghostbusters, Men in Black, and Jumanji. Okay, well, Karate Kid has a television show on, on YouTube. YouTube. Right. Men in Black, uh, as much as I enjoyed Men in Black International, did not do well at the box and office. I did not like Men in Black International. No one cares about your opinion on that, CJ. Um, and Jumanji's Ghostbuster, awesome. Jumanji's great. Another movie already coming out in December. All for it. And Ghostbusters, great. N- not the latest one, but it's still a viable franchise. And that has a new one movie coming out in 2020. I believe so. So nothing. So the other thing that I, I they I, also have a deal to uh, to do a live action He-Man movie. The other thing that I, I know that they had after I did some research was James Bond, which we mm. we got to a Bond fight last week. So or the other week. Let, let's not let's not bring that up. However, I said, OK, show, why? Because you're wrong. Show me the numbers. Right. Give me some numbers for this. So highest grossing Bond movie was Skyfall with what, like seven hundred fifty. 800 1.1 uh, 1. 1 billion okay 
It's the only Bond movie to ever reach a billion. It's the only Bond movie to ever reach a billion. Now, of Sony's major properties, right? That also includes uh, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs and the Troll or stuff like that, right? Not Trolls. Not trolls, trolls is DreamWorks. That's right. Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Hotel Transylvania. That's the one I was thinking about. There you go. Uh, and Smurfs. Name the other uh, property, Brian, that has crossed the billion dollar threshold with Sony. None. Nothing well, besides, besides Spider Man. So the the only two films that they have that have ever broken a billion dollars were Spider Man Far From Home at a one point one zero nine billion, and then Skyfall, which is one point zero eight billion, right? which isn't so, even the latest uh, Bond movie. No, Why it's not. Look up how much Spectre made. Probably not a lot. Not enough. So, so Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle, made nine hundred and sixty million, very respectable. And then Brian does like you said, Spider Man three. Their fourth highest grossing movie with eight hundred and ninety million. Uh, I was off by a hundred. So I mean, they don't have a whole lot to be going on. So they don't have a lot of franchises that are really important. You know, there's a new Ghostbusters movie coming out, but the last Ghostbusters movie wasn't a success, and people are are at least excited for this reboot. But who knows what's going to happen? Sony doesn't have a lot going for it. So I, I I know they're trying to put all their eggs in one spidey web, but. This just seems like a poor business decision where if this really if they do screw this up and they can't get Spider-Man to go a billion by itself without the help of Marvel, this studio is in trouble. And there are not a lot of studios, Brian. There's not a lot of studios. It's pretty much Disney right now. Disney and Universal. Yes, there can't be two. There needs to be more. I agree. I I gotcha. I I know what you're saying. It's just I mean, even if Marvel wanted 20%, even if it was 20% of a billion dollar movie, I still make 800 million. I don't see how that's a bad deal. Which is which is what they made for Spider-Man 3, right? It's it's what they made for Venom, right? 855. Like it it it's what they've made out of their really it's successful. It's their status ones. quo. Well, yeah, but like they they cite Venom as of we can do this franchise. We just had a huge success with Venom. Like it's 185 million dollars that's a lot of money don't get me wrong but compared to the 1.1 billion you just got like there's a miss there so i would also point out the the critical reception of venom was very lukewarm and even the fan reception was very lukewarm so how well do they really think a sequel is going to do about the same if not worse I guess they're saying if we're only going to make 155, 855 million, we might as well just it all be ours instead of having to split it with the success with somebody else, which makes, yeah, again, God forbid no we sense. put out a quality product. Well, that's what you get for Sony. I, I, again, I hope by Monday this was moot, but if not, at least you know our thoughts. Brian, mm, moot. Need to move on. Uh, I'm not the one keeping us here. I know you're not. This this is a uh, it's Speaking time of you, failed enterprises. It's time for you to put on your your shield here, Brian, because I need you to to go ahead My and shield? defend sci-fi because Krypton has been canceled after two seasons and their spin-off of Lobo is not moving forward, which is fine. I didn't really yeah, see I'm not surprised. I didn't need to see the, a uh, Rob Zombie uh sci-fi show. Um, well, I mean, you can't you can't do that. You can't say that you didn't see how they handled Lobo in, in season two of Krypton. He, but he looked like Rob Zombie. Sure, that's what the character looks like. I know. I didn't need it. Uh, okay. What about so? So why do I need to defend sci-fi? Just proof, though, that nothing. Proof that nothing can last on sci-fi. That sci-fi is an inferior network and no one tunes into it. That's not true. There's plenty of things that have lasted. Nothing. No one tunes into it and no one cares about it. Sci-fi could disappear off of TV tomorrow, Brian, and everything would be fine. 
That's not true at all. Nothing like, listen, would change. Just because uh, uh, there's been several failed shows. Listen, for, for as many, even on the major networks, for as many successes there are, there are hundreds of failures. Oh, absolutely. The fact that this show got a second season is impressive to me because no one – and this isn't even sci-fi's fault. No one, no one – Gives a shit about Superman's grandpappy. Right. Nobody. This was not sci-fi's fault. But this sci-fi was greenlit it. Sci-fi's like, yes. You know why? The, the you know why sci-fi greenlit show. it? The, uh, if you are the head of any studio, especially a C-list television station, and somebody comes to you and says, hey, we want to give you a Superman show, you sign on the dotted line. Who the hell cares? But see, Sci-Fi Brian, said yes, but DC's the one who but, said this is a good idea. But Brian, I want you to realize that they don't come to Sci-Fi and say, "Do you want a do you want a Superman show?" They go, "Do you want a Superman show?" And they go, "Oh yeah, sure." Like, give us money, and then they have to write the check. I get that. It's a Superman show. It doesn't matter if you are a studio exec. You and, and at the, the, the height of freaking superhero fandom. You greenlit a you greenlit a Superman show. You write whatever check you need to. But didn't you? But didn't you literally? Hold on. Didn't you literally just say, "God forbid we put out quality with Sony just three minutes ago"? On this, if nobody cares about Superman's grandpappy, where's the quality? I'm not blaming. I'm the, first off. I'm not blaming. <laughs> no, no, you're startled, and I just put your words back in your I, own goddamn mouth. That's not true. That's not true. <laughs> I can recover from this. Hang on. Go ahead. Do the acrobatics to make this happen, please. Listen, I listen. I, I, I pers- just my personal feelings about Superman's my feelings doesn't, doesn't necessarily mean that they couldn't still put out a quality product. But did they? I, I haven't seen it to be honest with right, you, so because... I can't really say so. But I mean, they put out they put out enough of a quality product to warrant a second season. I mean, clearly it did something. It did something well. I mean, is there anything in this article that says why it was canceled? Oh, Maybe I, it wasn't because of ratings. I, I honestly didn't care enough to read the article. The headline gave me the story I needed. I bet you, I bet you is one of those shows that was just too expensive to make. That's the reason they, they canceled The Expanse. And The Expanse just got picked up, was got, uh, got picked up for um, on Amazon. Hang on, let me see. No, it's just ratings. People didn't watch the show. I bet you DC Universe does something with this. Um, but just so you know, it wasn't. It, it doesn't seem like it's fine financial in the sense of God. This show costs a lot to make. It's that their ratings went down fifty percent. Okay. In live, like and I said, day. maybe. I mean, I, I, I can't, I can't judge it because I haven't watched the show. I plan on watching it. It's available on DC Universe. I'm just. It's very, very low on my priority but list. This, it's just this is the typical thing with with sci-fi shows that i've been exposed to so i'll speak in that regard anytime someone's like you really need to check it out with the exception of like the magicians you're like the magicians is great i have heard uh, wonderful things Battlestar galactica a couple years ago it's, it's you need to watch this show that's on site oh it's over like before the sentence comes out of their mouth of man you really need- oh it's already canceled is the magicians over i don't know if the magicians is i over. think it's i think they're in season with, five with right the exception now. of the magicians but like anytime anyone else is giving me a show on sci-fi to watch it's oh you should oh, i was canceled no, hang on hang on i'm gonna google sci-fi shows let's see here i'm just gonna name the 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 uh the, the good ones um that one just got canceled <laughs> no ha- happy just got canceled Oh yeah, I'm just gonna name after good two seasons, sci-fi shows. Wait, after two seasons, didn't Happy just get canceled? Yeah, which had I'm critical honestly, acclaim. 
like huge critical acclaim, right? I don't remember. I honestly am surprised that I know, even Chris got... Maloney, Patton Oswalt. It was a weird show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. on sci-fi, but canceled after two seasons. Okay, I'm going to name the good shows that have come out of sci-fi. Are you ready? Okay. Whether they're canceled or not, I'm going to give you good sure. shows. So people told me I should watch Happy, and that was canceled. Uh, ha- Happy, which is on Netflix right now, I think. Uh, I haven't seen The Expanse, but I'm going to go ahead and say the fact that it has such a huge Ca- following. There's canceled, something to it. Canceled and picked up for... It's picked up by Amazon. Picked up on Amazon, but canceled. Uh, the Magicians. Battlestar Galactica. Okay. Um, uh, 12 Monkeys, which didn't get canceled. It ran its entire arc. Okay, good. Uh, Eureka, which is an amazing show. I thought that show was boring as hell. I but hate that's you. Me. That's me. I just, I just um, Z Nation, which is ran for four years. Uh, Warehouse 13, which is a spinoff of Eureka. That ran for Again. five years. Uh, Stargate SG-1 ran for 10 years. Farscape, um, another Stargate show. Alphas, which you love. I loved Alphas, sci-fi. but again, canceled on a cliffhanger, no less. After um, one season or two. Another Stargate show, Being Human. That's canceled. Caprica, which is a spinoff of Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, see how we're listing a lot of the shows that I've never heard of before. No, I've uh, heard of all this stuff. I just didn't that, watch it. The ones that I have... The ones that I have heard, I haven't watched. All of the Ghost Hunter shows? Come oh, on. There are a few that I legitimately would like to watch. Just, I, I don't have sci-fi, so I had to watch it through other means and just didn't feel like putting that energy in. But the thing is, most of the shows that re- that get a lot of buzz that people really talk about just don't last on sci-fi. It's a network, unfortunately, that just doesn't let you go a long time. I'm, gl- I'm glad to hear 12 Monkeys ran its course because I know that was a show that had a story wanted to tell, and I'm glad that it got to tell and it was done. I know The Magicians is a pretty damn good show and it's running for five seasons, which is good. But every time they get anything with a little bit of buzz on it that's a little bit more mainstream, the one that can kind of break out a little bit, it's it's usually some kind of weird hit and cancel. And that could just be sci-fi's viewing audience, right? They don't want the typical stuff and they want the weird, the loopy, and they want the things Maybe. that are a little bit unpredictable. It's just unfortunate that every single time I, I'm starting to maybe get interested in a sci-fi show, is oh, it's canceled. So... I'm sorry. Listen, Krypton's gone. No one cared about Superman's grandpappy. I get that. We kind of had doubts from the beginning, but this played out exactly like we thought it would on a sci-fi network. And God forbid, Brian, we push out some quality. Well, now that we're done talking about the world of comics, it is now time for my favorite hobby. It's where we go around the internet. We find the weird. I find the obscure. Then I ask for a tech perspective. This, this story hurt me a little bit, mainly just because when this podcast was starting out, we were trying to figure out a way to get a get a little bit of change to upgrade our equipment or just kind of bring some joy to you fellow get listeners. Some scratch. Uh just no, I was just I was trying to make a buck, just trying to some just, scratch. Just trying to keep the lights on and try to own a website. So My we turned to on. one of uh the nerd the nerdiest things in the world, Loot Crate. And we said, Hey, click a link, buy some stuff, give us a, a dollar. Like help us out a little bit. Uh, uh Brian, you and Josh subscribed to several loot crates. Uh, but noticed uh, a little delay in, in getting some of these products and, and noticing yeah. that and noticing that you're not getting the, the products in the scale you normally would. And we got the news that Loot Crate, America's once fastest growing company, has filed for bankruptcy protection. Yeah. So this how has sad. this affected you, Brian? I haven't gotten a crate in like three months. I got now. Let me be straight. I, I got a crate. Recently. But it was the one I was supposed to get three months ago. So I'm still getting charged, but I'm backlogged. Like, I'm owed, like, three crates. Sounds like MoviePass right now. Um, <laughs> Except I actually got the service that I paid for. 
in fact, my my credit card information changed and they tried to charge me and they and they couldn't. And I'm really debating on whether or not I should fix it. This literally because, sounds like movie pass, just so you're aware of this. Well, I mean, I just I don't know if I should fix this because I haven't gotten my crap. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. I just realized the parallel to this. It sounds too good to be true. You pay just a little bit of money, get a lot of stuff back in return, and they're charging you in advance and you're not getting the product. I mean, let's be real. I, I got you three, did. Th- four years, I, four as, years of amazing as stuff. I got many free movies at a movie pass. I just, I don't know. You I, are now I, on the me side of the movie pass debate, and I am now on the you side. This is very strange. I'm not, a, I'm not debating. I, I'm just, I'm debating whether or not I should reactivate this. No, they not, they haven't given you boxes in months. Why would you mm. give them more money? That's true. They literally just said, we can't handle money, guys. We're not supposed to have that. Can we get a thing that says we're not, we don't have any money yet? Can we get a little thing? Can I get the note? I would like to, you want, uh, copyright be damn uh, I answered this clip for your enjoyment. I declare bankruptcy! Hey, I just wanted you to know that you can't just say the word bankruptcy and expect anything to happen. I didn't say it. I declared it. Still, that's it's not anything. That's what's happening right now in the Loot Crate office. <laughs> Michael Scott is running the show, and you're sitting there with your phone in your hand right now going... I don't know, maybe we'll update our credit card form. Yeah, yeah, sure, give him more money, Brian. Well, hang on, hang on. Is there a we're sorry? I legit just got an email from Loot Crate about <laughs> notice we're recording? court document. Yeah, at 856. Okay. Here's some legal stuff you need to know. Keep an eye out for court notices. Oh, that's fun. I never got this for movie pass. I got their, their chief marketing officer sent me an email once. That was Chloe the dog. You're probably going to get some official court notices regarding Loot Crate. Everyone, employees, looters, suppliers is getting them. For now, don't worry. You don't have to do anything. But you can go to a meeting in Delaware if you want to. No. Interesting. And you can say, hey, I gave you money. Give me stuff. <laughs> yeah, this is just telling me I'm, I'm about to get sure. a lot of uh, mail. Get a um, mail. And they're like, disregard that. Don't, don't read it. Don't yeah, figure out if you much. have any legal recourse against us for not giving you products that you paid for months in advance. Also, can I have your credit card info again, please? They are still asking me for my yes, credit card. Yes, of info. course they still are. I will not be. Uh, I will not be fixing that. No way. This is absurd. So yeah. So there's why that. I, why am I more outraged than you are on this? It's your money, and I'm offended for you. I'm um, you like a sucker. Hey Brian, it's us. Remember us, Lucrate. Give us some money. The thing is, the thing is, Loot Crate had a completely viable business model until recently, apparently. Um, unlike MoviePass, which was a scam from the get-go. But I don't feel like I got scammed I in benefited. any way. I didn't lose anything from MoviePass. I didn't lose a damn thing. They're leaking the credit card information, but the credit card's for the MoviePass card, which I don't have anymore, which wasn't linked to me. Like, I made out like a bandit. Anyway, I'm sorry, Loot Crate. R.I.P. It was fun while it lasted. Can we please have our, our backdated loot crate boxes and then we can peace out? Yeah, I would I would love to get the three crates I'm owed. But I'm, until sure then... you're owed, I'm sure the, the one of the documents that you're gonna receive, Brian, is like BT dubs in super fine print. Yeah, if you wanna if you wanna ask them for your money back or extra money because they never gave you a product that you deserved, uh please let us know. But but loot crate's like, just throw it out. You don't need to read it. What are you? A lawyer? I ain't no lawyer, I'm just a country chicken. 
That's what they're expecting you to be. A sucker and a sap. Read those letters. Well, as soon as I get the court no as soon as I get the notices, I will let you know. Hey, Brian. Hey, CJ. Remember how we just uh yelled at Sony and said bad things about Sony? Damn you, Sony. Bad Sony, right? Yeah. Hey, Sony, good Sony. Different division. Very happy for you. Cause Sony is acquiring Somniac Games. If you're not familiar with them, Maybe you've played their game, Spider-Man, Marvel Spider-Man on the PlayStation 4, because they made that game, which is fucking awesome, but I've never played it, but I know it's really good. It is very good. Well, they bought so that studio. Uh, now, they're known. Great. Hopefully, they don't fuck anything up. <laughs> now, they're also known for some also very, very popular uh, PlayStation exclusive, like Ratchet and Clank, Spyro the Dragon, Resistance. But then they also made some other things, like Sunset Overdrive for the Xbox One. And made some VR games like Edge of Nowhere and Stormland for the Oculus Rift. This company does really cool things, but mostly on the PlayStation platform. They were the creators of the the very popular Spider-Man game on PlayStation, and I'm actually okay with this. It's kind of like when Marvel bought Bungie, and you're like, well, yeah, that makes sense. They're pretty good at making games for your things. Let it happen. So I'm actually okay with this, but Brian... As a person who uh, loves the Spider-Man game on the PlayStation 4, what are your feelings about this? I, I, I'm, I just hope Sony doesn't screw it up. Now, again, you know, to your, to your point, it's Sony's gaming division. I, I don't know. As long as I get a second Spider-Man game and it's as good as the first one, that's all I care about. No, Brian, it needs to be better. Or better. As good or better. But you've been, but you've been a, a PlayStation owner for a long time. So I when when you talk about things like Ratchet and Clank and Spyro the Dragon, I mean those are those are those are huge PlayStation games. They're great fun. They were exclusives that really drew people in. Yes. So do you think that partnering with PlayStation makes that a better experience, or is this just kind of just putting a skin on it and just let it do its thing and nothing really changes? Like, what what do you think the impact of this is going to be? I don't think this. I don't think this is going to be like when you know because uh, like, for example, when Microsoft bought Bungie. And Brian, I didn't mean to cut, to cut you off, but when, when Microsoft bought Bungie, it was a, a seemed like a smart move at the time, seemed like a thing that was just common sense. But once they got in there, Bungie kind of fell apart, and and now it's its own different company making other games. I'm just, are, are you worried about that at all? No, it's it's Sony as a company has has made um, plenty of of solid games, and I'm drawing a blank on what they are right now. I'm not gonna lie, that's my bad. But um, more importantly, um, when Microsoft acquired Bungie, they also lost half of their employees. Okay. Uh, as long as that doesn't happen, it's gonna be fine. When Microsoft acquired Bungie, half of the studio said nope and went and formed uh, another studio. So again, as long as the the moving parts are there, and again, I don't think Sony is going to be like all up in their isnish. Like, I think they're just going to say, "Hey, we'll give you the money, you make the games, and hands off" type of thing. Um, I'm again, I'm not, I'm not positive. I don't work for these people. If I did, wait, what? We wouldn't be having a discussion about why Spider Man may or may not be leaving the MCU. Wait a minute, but, wait a minute. I I thought we started the show exclusively because you had that link with Sony. Ah, yeah, no. Um, in fact, I am not the their uh, designated reach out when they need to leak something. Oh, so well, sorry to disappoint you. I feel like I just wasted four years of my life because this was the story I was waiting for, and now uh, longer since you know uh, you've known me for like eight. Yeah, I know, but I I didn't know you. Uh, okay, fine. 
Before we move into the next topic, Jimmy, would you please roll the thing? Felt good. We just wanted to say that your support of this show is what keeps us going every single week. And if you want to support this show and get exclusive content, become a member of our Patreon. Benefits start at just $5 and you'll earn yourself a shout out on this show. So go to patreon.com slash that kind of nerd and join the club. Jimmy, back to the show, please. All right. It is now time to turn our attention to the world of TV and movies in a segment that we call Screen to Stream. Uh, Brian, we had this trailer trailers, this movies trailers. I'll say the, this. What? What, is it, what words are you trying to say right now? Sent in by a fan for the movie Marriage Story. The reason now I'm saying what is happening is there were two trailers released for this movie back to back. It's Scar. It, it scars. It, it stars does scar. Scarlett Johansson and it Adam Driver. So deep. Uh, and you get two trailers, one from Scarlett Johansson's perspective and one from Adam Driver's perspective. They both seem to end the same. They do end the same, which is, of course, this wonderful relationship scene from their perspective. And then it just cuts to. But it's all falling apart. They're in divorce court and not not the TV show. They're in an actual court. So, Brian, this was two different perspectives. I mean, what was your feeling from this? This is stupid. Okay, good. Me too. This is stupid. I love I love Scarlett Johansson. I like. I do love ScarJo. I like Adam Driver. He, he's, he's all right. He's fine. I, I, I can, yeah, I can, I can take him. I, I, I don't. I don't dislike him. But no, I, no, yeah. yeah like, yeah, like you know, if you were at a party, I'd say hi. Right. But I, I wouldn't like invite him. I, I know. If, if I was out in public, I definitely wouldn't bother him when he's at the Cheesecake Factory. But, but I would at least take a picture. Yeah, like like one of those slikes pictures. Right. You know? Exactly. You don't, like, walk up and ask him for no, the picture. No, 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 Like, no. you pretend you're going to the bathroom, and real quick, you snap the picture as you're right. walking past. Um, We've gotten off, we've gotten wildly off topic. I actually think this topic is better than the marriage story thing uh, itself. Uh, Let's yeah. continue with sneaky ways to take pictures of Adam Driver. You know what you could do? What's that? You could camp outside of the restaurant that he's waiting at, I don't, and then when no. he goes to get the valet not, keys, you pose that, as a valet. That's a problem. No, no, you no. You get the vest. No. Nope. You take the picture. Mm. You grab his keys, and then you steal his car. No. That's how you do that. No, because it's Adam Driver. I would do that for Robert Downey Jr. I would do that even for Adam Sandler. The things that Adam I would Driver. do for Robert Downey Jr. cannot be said in this podcast. <laughs> Let's just be honest. I would, I would do, I would do things. Go ahead, no, I, no. I wouldn't even elaborate. do for a Klondike bar. I would do things <laughs> for Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> if Robert Downey Jr. were to ask me to do things and then hand me a Klondike bar, I would die on the spot after doing said things. Did, guys, did you hear about Brian? No, what happened to him? He he died. What? How? Robert Downey Jr. gave him a Klondike bar? Dead. Just yeah, fell to the floor. That it was sounds over. about right. That sounds, that sounds about, about right. right. That does sound like the way Brian went down. That does sound like what would happen. Oh, my God. Uh, so, marriage. Listen, thank you. Thank you, listener, for sending in this topic. I'm not going to embarrass you by saying your name by this because I really don't care about this movie. I, it's on Netflix. It's a Netflix movie. That's the other part, too. It's a Netflix movie. So, you know... They won't let me know about it. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, listen, the next couple topics are coming out of the uh, D23, which is Disney's big time. As to, we speak. 
as we speak, uh, becoming hot news. And uh, The Mandalorian. We got a trailer for The Mandalorian, a full trailer for the Star Wars Mandalorian. Yes. It looks nice. It looks very nice. Uh, Obviously, the story, not a whole lot revealed, which is fine. Please don't reveal the story to me. Just show me really cool scenery and, and cool actors and amazing suits and pew, pew, pews, and that's all I really need. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm very excited. Do we have a date for The Mandalorian? November 12th. No, Everything that they showed, it's... It seems like I mean obviously I'm pretty sure November twelfth is the drop date of Disney Plus because like this is dropping. Um, there, I mean we're going to talk about another trailer that's dropping November twelfth. Um, their High School Musical TV series is dropping. Like a lot I'm, of their. I'm sorry. Yeah. What now? I I I read slash may have accidentally seen a trailer while I was on the webpage for a High School Musical TV show now, that Disney Plus is. Doing. Listen, listen, Brian. On that kind of nerd, we we embrace all fandoms. I'm not a I'm not a fan. Listen, for Brian, it's a safe place, and we I know we, it's a safe place. We we are fine with all fandoms. It's okay to say that you're a fan of High School. All right, Musical. can we? I I no, will be happy one, to talk about High School Musical with you. Can we finish talking no, about the Mandalorian? No, because first? one does not accidentally watch a trailer for High School Musical TV series. It's okay I, to talk about listen, your feelings of High School Musical. Listen, I don't like High School Musical, but you also have to realize I worked at Blockbuster. During the heyday of High School Musical. And you know what movie we played on the TVs on repeat? All three High School Musical movies. I've seen all three. So you hate watch High School Musical? I've seen them all multiple times. I hate watched it. Exactly. Just like I hate watched Twilight. So so you liked it, but you hate watched it. Okay. So when I hear a High School Musical TV show is coming to Disney+, Plus, my morbid curiosity slash hate... <laughs> okay causes me to click the link and i watched it i watched the trailer yes see the best part about this is you've had many opportunities to segue back to the mandalorian but you haven't i've asked you to segue back to the mandalorian you refused i'm just going to say brian thornton on record high school musical fan so tell me about your thoughts on the mandalorian and by the way yeah no defense the mandalorian looks listen i I, i'm not surprised it looks great I, i don't think we need to say any anything oh, more about that. I you know what f- I really did like, though? Go ahead. What did you really I, like? You know, I was waiting for the scene where, like, Pedro Pascal takes off that freaking helmet. Yeah, and, like, I hope it but never no, does. But no, just, it's just the Mandalorian. I, I hope that's it's, what I like. I hope it's like uh, Judge Dredd with... Like, um, he doesn't take it off maybe yes. for, like, a brief second in Shadow and, or maybe, like, very last episode... Just him being a badass Mandalorian bounty hunter, that's what I'm looking for. Yeah. And it's nice to see a droid kicking ass, by the way. Yes. I, I, I just want to point that out. Shooting guns and stuff. Uh, cool. So all of this looks fantastic. I'm down for it. But Brian, there was a bigger trailer. An even more important trailer that came mm. out. It's for the movie. Noel. See, you joke. And you know what? You want to joke about my like for High School Musical. I was expecting you to tear me apart for this. No. I am excited about this so movie. This, is, this, this looks is a wonderful. perfect crossover for you. Did you watch this trailer? I did watch this trailer. This looks wonderful. It looks very family-friendly and cute. I'm okay with it. Listen, I watched The Christmas Chronicles last year with Kurt Russell, which was a joy. It was movie. I think this is also going to be a joy as well. I, I, I got my heart hurt by that Kurt Russell movie because I oh, really I wanted to like it. it and I didn't. It was good. You're just a fool. What's really great about Noelle is that it stars Anna Kendrick and Bill Hader and also Billy Eichner making a cameo as well as a lot of other 
kind of bigger name celebrities. Was it Shirley MacLaine I saw I in there? I thought that was who it I think that I, was. I think it was. But it's a sweet little Christmas movie about a... Uh, the, the 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 mantle of Santa Claus gets passed to you know Nick's. What, help me out. Help explain this movie because my brain just. The mantle of Santa Claus gets passed down to Bill Hader, who Thank is playing you. Nick Jr. Yes. Um, and from what I can gather from the trailer, he doesn't want it. He he's very overwhelmed by it. Noel, played by Anna Kendrick, is his sister. Yes. Says to him, "Hey, you're going to be fine, but maybe just take a weekend off." Just get away from this. And he does. And he doesn't come back. And it's one of those Santa's gone missing movies. And we have to, you know, go find him and save Christmas. It looks fun. It looks adorable. Anna Kendrick in the real world being all like, I don't know about the real world. And her commenting on yoga pants saying they're festive. It, it's like Elf almost, but with Anna Kendrick. I say, how did Elf feel? Here's my dollar bet. Are you ready for the dollar bet? This ends with her being Santa Claus, right? Sure. Okay. Bill Hader I'm doesn't okay with that. Bill Hader doesn't come back to be Santa. He continues to be a yogi and uh in a Kendrick is Santa Claus. Calling is the that what they're now. called? A yogi? Yeah. You watch the yoga hosers. How do you not know that? I I just there. I didn't put two and two together. There will be more from Disney Plus and Disney in general uh over the next couple days. So well, they we, also made two two other big announcements about Disney Plus today. Please go ahead if if, if you'd like to go ahead. And, I mean, it, it, there's yeah. nothing there's nothing huge there's nothing more concrete than the announcement that there's three other Marvel Disney plus shows coming out. Oh, one right. of them, one of them being moon Knight, um, moon Knight, she Hulk and miss Marvel, miss Marvel, not, not the marvelous. The, yeah. Miss Marvel is, um, Oh, what is her? The, the, the most recent iteration of miss Marvel. I, I don't even want to butcher the name. Um, but those are three other Disney Plus shows coming out, which, first off, yes, please, I want Moon Knight. That would be awesome. Um, and then they also announced that they're bringing back the Muppets again, which I'm super excited it's about. To play the and that gets released in 2020. It gets released? Released. It gets released in 2020. Oh, I'm so sorry they're putting um, on the Muppets. I have a question. Yeah. Only because I really, really, really liked the Muppets movie by... Oh god, Jason Siegel. Jason Siegel, yeah. And then when they did another Muppets movie without Jason Siegel, I it wasn't, it wasn't very not good. so good. Jason Siegel involved. I don't believe so. But here's the other thing that you need to keep in mind: after Muppets Most Wanted is the the movie you are referring to. Oh, okay, yes. They did another Muppet show on ABC. Oh yeah. And it did not do well because it, it took some time to found it find its uh, footing. But it honestly, it was really good. Okay. And I know, I know it didn't do well with the ratings, and I really think that's because of the fact that kids don't identify with the Muppets anymore. But it it was a great show for those 10, 10 or twelve episodes that it aired for, and between that, all of the Marvel shows, you've got stuff like Noel coming out. You've got um, uh, obviously, you know, the Mandalorian. Like Disney Plus is shaping up to be a amazing platform i'm really excited to see uh, what else they come up with oh and uh apparently there's a show uh called the world according to jeff goldblum oh yeah um i'd like to watch just to see jeff goldblum do things i don't know what he does but i'll watch him do it so yes i'm excited 
So the next two things are going to be kind of rapid fire. OK, so just All right. brace yourself. Rapid fire. There is a Red Band trailer in the show notes. I highly encourage you to go watch is for a movie called Honey Boy. It is written by Shia LaBeouf. Don't run away from me yet. Listen to me, damn it. Uh, and it's kind of semi-autobiographical where Shia LaBeouf is playing his father, his own father, and he has two uh, other actors who are playing him in various stages of his life. And in the trailer, if you know Shia LaBeouf's career, you start to see the Easter eggs of that's from Transformers. This is from Eagle Eye. Oh, my God, that's from Even Stevens. And it looked really compelling. It looked really good, really original. Uh, and it may be the start of a upswing back for Shia LaBeouf after he had a peanut butter Falcon that was just recently released. And now this movie, which is getting a huge amount of buzz. I'm curious, Brian, because you are, know even Stevens, you know those other projects. What you felt about this trailer? I, I think you covered it. I, I'm interested. Um, it's nice to see. Hey, it's nice to see him. Shia LaBeouf is a great actor, whether whether or not you you uh, think he's crazy when he's not on screen, which he very well may be. I mean, I'll just point you to his performance in Fury and, you know, to yeah. show you what an amazing actor he is. So this seems great and it seems really interesting. And I didn't know, like just watching the trailer, I didn't know some of the stuff about him, the relationship between him and his dad. I'm curious to see how this all plays out. I mean, yeah. Sign me up. I'll, the, I'll see it. The final thing I liked about that, it was it's very honest to even focus on the night that he's arrested and like all yep. the, the downhill stuff that's happening. So I think it looks really honest. And again, I think it's a I think it's going to be a, a a comeback for for Shia LaBeouf. The next one is Don't Apple to come back. Uh, he's been true. there for years, many years. Uh, the next one is from Apple TV Plus. We finally got some footage, an actual real trailer for the morning show. And I think we both said, hold on, let me let me get out our notes because I want to pull that up. Yeah, that was about right. Doesn't look good. It just wow. Are you six? I did not yeah, say is. that. It looks very uninteresting. I, I oh really, no, it, really it, don't it, care. Listen, it it doesn't say. Uh, it, it it I'm not gonna say it looks very uninteresting. It's just not interesting enough to make me sign up for another service. Here's here's the problem. Disney Plus, and, and I'm gonna not the problem. I'm gonna show you the difference between. The, the smart way to launch a streaming app and the stupid way to launch a streaming app. Disney Plus said, hey, here's our streaming app. Here's five shows that you're going to be able to watch on launch. Right. And Apple TV was like, hey, here's our streaming app. Here's one show with a mediocre trailer that you'll be able to watch. Like, this is not enough to, for me to say I want to sign up for this streaming service. Absolutely not. And and they're rumored to be around $10 a month right now. That's the, the going rumor for Apple TV Plus. And Disney Plus is less than that. Or you spend $2 more and get three different networks with it. Like, eh, I don't know. Didn't look good. The other fact about this, too, which was absolutely insane, Brian, right, was that each episode of The Morning Show Cost more than an episode of Game of Thrones. That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. So, Does this show have dragons? No. Because Game of Thrones had dragons. Are, are you ready for this? So Apple's thrown in $6 billion for their programming overall. Is $3 billion of that for Jennifer Aniston? Well, hold on. Here, here's, here's what's happening. The morning show is $15 million per episode. Jennifer Aniston takes home $1.25 million every episode that's the most ridiculous no 1.25 no that can't be right million no. dollars per episode 
Oh, and you else who else gets that? Reese That's Witherspoon more as well. made on Friends. Right. Reese Witherspoon also gets the one point two five million dollars per episode. No, no idea. We don't what actually about Steve know. Carell? We don't know what Steve Carell is getting paid. There's no word on, on his on his salary. But I mean one point two five for Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon per episode. That's insane. You're right. There's no CGI dragons. Why does an episode cost fifteen million dollars? I mean, you're because Apple, they broke they broke a TV in the trailer. I mean, how many times <laughs> do they do that trick? Take that TV that he broke is like four thousand dollars a piece. And how he, many TVs break per episode? And, and it's he, just an hour of TVs they're, breaking. They're That's gonna what have it is. to break at, at least like several MacBook Pros in order for it to, to equal that. Too. This is insane. That's ridiculous. And uh, whatever. Next, rapid fire. The Matrix Four is officially a go with Keanu Reeves. Carrie Ann Moss and Elena Wachowski returning back to the Matrix. Also in this, I noticed that the author of Cloud Atlas is writing with uh, with Lana Wachowski, which I thought was a interesting duo because those sound like two really crazy storytellers. Mm-hmm. Uh, is the other Wachowski sibling not a part of this? No, she is not. It's just just Lana Wachowski. Interesting. I wonder why. Uh, people Maybe have other things to do. Just decided not to do movies anymore. Yeah, who knows? Um, listen, I thought I thought uh, say what you want about the Matrix trilogy. It, it made a lot of money. It did what it needed to do. It's I thought a they good wrapped it up. Trilogy. It's got a. It's, it, listen, it's got its things that are wrong with it. But I don't. I don't care who I you enjoy are. It. I still enjoy. I still enjoy Reloaded. I, I do too. enjoy Revolutions. Like it's not nearly as good as the first one, but they're still highly entertaining but, and and good movies. This is another example of waiting too long for a sequel. It's been, t- it's almost 20 years since the first matrix movie. What are we doing? I think you just tell another story in the world, but, but like just, but just you have reboot. Neo and Trinity. How do you tell another story? Those two are dead. Um, their code in the matrix oh, may not be. God, well, let's be I real. Let, ne- let's ne- let's yes. be real. Neo interface. Neo with- is code. Right. Neo has always been code. He's always just been his his purpose is to reset the matrix, right? Sure. Isn't if I recall from the exposition dump that happened at the end of Reloaded, isn't Trinity code as well? Because he's always got to make a choice between I- Trinity and rebooting the matrix. I- and until these these this story he had always chosen to reboot the Matrix. So maybe the person, I mean, maybe the people themselves, but the concepts of the One and Trinity have always been code within the Matrix. Right. So, and first off, Carrie Ann Moss didn't die. I didn't. I yes, didn't she think. did. She was impaled did she? and she died. Yep. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yep. She's very dead. My point, my point is this. Like, in a world such as this, you can do whatever you want. Can I throw you a theory a, that uh, I heard? I'll, I'll, I'll hear said theory. Go ahead. You remember Wait, how? No Lawrence Fishburne? <laughs> Uh, not 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 confirmed to return. Yeah. Uh, uh, here's the theory I heard. Uh, it's not mine. I'm just perpetuating it right now. Remember how in the third movie, when Neo was out of the Matrix, he still could see the Matrix and he had some power. Yeah, they never no referenced sense. it during Revolutions. So they're thinking that actually it's a little bit like a Matrixception. That it's a Matrix within the Matrix. That when he woke up, he would never actually woke up, and they're still within inside a Matrix. That's ah. that's not a new theory. That theory has oh, been yeah. there since Revolutions. Right, but now. Hey, we're making a fourth movie. This is how you do it. All right, moving on. As we discussed with Netflix, with their many new shows that are are, are coming out and the fact of marriage and no one really cares. But the thing is, marriage. it has been very hard to find Netflix content. Hence, our listener question at the end of today's episode, 
what do I watch? How do I know what's coming? What's leaving? How do I know what's going on? Well, Netflix is like, finally, okay, we gotcha. They are adding a latest section to show everything that is new and coming soon to Netflix. How did it take nine, how did it take 84 years for this to be a thing? I don't know. I, I'm Listen, I'm glad it's here. You know what? I, I will say, whoever is in charge of writing those articles on the internet, everything that's leaving and coming to Netflix this month is got to be sweating it right now. <laughs> well, they, they'll just do everything that's leaving instead of everything that's coming at that point. I, I don't know. It's just, that's only half an article. If I'm an editor, I'm like, why am I going to pay you to do half a job? Uh, well, I mean, if you're an editor right now, you're not really paying your authors anything anyway. Good on you, Netflix. You you needed this a few years ago, but sure. Now that the streaming wars are in full swing, let's do the bare minimum of, oh, yeah, let's just That's tell you fine. what's coming out. It's coming just in time because there's a new uh, new Netflix series coming out that I'm excited for. Tell I don't know more. about you, CJ. Tell me more. I don't need to tell you more or tell you more. And no, he does not have a car. Oh, okay. He has a battle cat. His name is He-Man. And he has a new series coming to Netflix being run showrunner. Kevin Smith. Ah, we like the Kevin Smith. We like the Kevin Smiths here at That Kind of Nerd, and I'm super excited. We like the He-Mans as well. At least I like the He-Mans. Um, I listened to his announcement of this. I, I know he did a, a tweet, you know, just kind of saying, hey, this is happening. Can I read Go his tweet Go ahead and read his tweet. Go ahead and read By the tweet. power of Grayskull, I have to shower. No. I mean, I have the flower. Ah, one more try. I have the power! Thank you, Mattel and Netflix, for letting me play in your universe. I promise this will be Stinkor. Stinkor is an actually actual character. I, I know. I'm just I didn't read the tweet until right now. I'm reading it live. Uh, I, I, I found oh, it. Oh, okay. Well that's that's fun. Um I, I listened to his announcement and it seems extremely uh loving and caring and exciting. This series is gonna take place legitimately right after the old series from the 80s ends it's like it's just going to pick up right where it left off oh, okay. and it's going to have uh some very strong animators behind it the studio that did the castlevania series that is on netflix is doing the animation here uh you have kevin smith as a showrunner uh you have um i can't remember his name but a gentleman who just wrote the the most recent run of he-man for dc comics also behind him oh, you got mark bernardin on board as one of the uh, writers friend of kevin as well smith, as yes friend of kevin smith and and very very smart storyteller he worked on castle rock he worked on um treadstone which we talked about what was it a week or two ago mm -hmm. yep um and then he also worked on alphas by the way the show that you love is this animated yes I, or did he work on alphas i don't know i don't know it I'm... is animated it's, it's animated by the same studio that um that animates Castlevania. I said that three minutes ago. If I, you were paying attention, I was reading. I apologize. Um, but anyway, um, it just seems not a ton that we don't know a ton. Just that it takes place right after the the original series, and that these folks are involved. But that's all I need. I'm excited. I think it's going to be great. Get hyped for He Man, right? By watching the toys that made us episode about He Man. It's yeah. phenomenal. Go watch that. Yeah, that's a good idea. Final story of the day before we go ahead and do our listener to question. Uh, we have a complicated relationship with YouTube here on That Kind of Nerd, especially with its YouTube Red, now YouTube Premium uh, content. Not to be confused with Red Tube. YouTube Red, YouTube Premium. We'll be making their YouTube original movies and shows free to watch starting the month of uh, September 24th. I'm sorry. Starting September 24th. 
Uh, so there will be ads, but now you can watch Cobra Kai without giving YouTube uh, physical money. You just give them your data and your time. So why is it still asking me to update to YouTube Premium or to start my free trial because whenever I log in? There's still a way to not get ads, backgrounds. There's other stuff that comes with They're YouTube not Hulu. Premium. First and foremost. Well, listen, what if what if I could just make all the ads on YouTube go away? Is this, is this the giant plan that they had because they threw in like a second or third ad in the middle of my videos? That shit yeah. pisses me off. It is to get you to go onto YouTube and no ads. Yes, and get that money. I'm not going to acquiesce to that. You just get an ad blocker and boom, Bob's your uncle. I don't have an ad blocker on my television. Oh, touche. Yeah. But uh, I'm very excited to watch Cobra Kai with uh, limited ads. Because sure, I'm interested, sure. but I'm not giving YouTube my. I I held out long enough so that uh, I didn't have to pay YouTube for for the red the red tubeness. No, you know? it's so, YouTube Premium. It's it's always red tube in my mind, and their series all about hope. As prompted by a listener who called in a few weeks ago to ask us some advice for helping navigate the streaming world, we now turn to you, the fans, and said, "Hey, would you like our suggestions?" And you said yes, and then a few of you gave us your own. So I'd like to take a moment and tell you what's important, what's good on streaming. But I want to start with you, the listeners who have commented. Uh, Friend of the show and executive producer Brian Roman said, guys, if you're on Amazon, you need to watch The Boys and Good Omens. And if you're on Hulu, watch Leonard Kenny. Uh, Brian, I just started watching The Boys. I'm really enjoying it. Good Omens is next on my list. And I will never watch Leonard Kenny because I watched two episodes. No good. Never. Never. Brian Roman, I, I refuse based on principle. Lodora Browning said, I'm pretty much exclusively watching Netflix, so I have no FOMO, but I do prefer their originals. And in no particular order, my top three are Stranger Things, Mindhunter, and Troll Hunter. And I can tell you, Stranger Things is great. Haven't watched Mindhunter. Troll Hunter, it's awesome. Got Anton Yelchin in it. It's fantastic. It's made by a uh, oh, God, the guy who did Pants Labyrinth. Guillermo del Toro. Guillermo del Toro. Yes, very good. And then, uh, this is fun. And then Snoopy92988, because this is Instagram, and those are handles. Castle Rock on Hulu was great last summer. So, adding to the list. So, Brian, let's go on our list and uh, give out our recommendations. Well, now some of those things were taken That's off fine. my list. I wanted keep to see Castle Rock. Well, keep it. It's fine. You don't have to. These do not no, take it off. I've already list. checked it off. It's already checked off but the list. It's not checked off on mine. I already checked it off. It's checked. Fine. So this week we're going to be highlighting some content on Netflix. Well, since we uh, we mentioned it already, I would be remiss if I didn't say that uh, everybody, even if you're not into this uh, type of thing, should watch the toys that made us. Uh, eight about eight part documentary series, just chronicling the uh, uh the history of certain toys toys that you know toys that you love i guarantee you you will find something interesting in there i watched the episode about barbie and hello kitty and i was like wow this is ridiculously interesting yes. as well as watching like the stuff that i used to play with like legos and he-man and star wars and stuff like that it's a really interesting uh, watch really cool to see kind of how these things kind of come to be. I highly recommend watching it as soon as you can. I'm going to go out on a little bit of a limb and give a suggestion for something you, you may not have heard of before. And that is the Netflix uh, quote unquote original series, the rain. Uh, this starts off is two seasons right now. It starts off with a really interesting premise, which is what if the rain were poisonous and could instantly kill you? 
Uh, it takes a little turns in, into a more refined and a better version of The Walking Dead at one point. Uh, and then the second season takes a really cool twist and kind of explores one character specifically and some of the consequences of like genetic testing. It's it's really good. I don't want to give up too much information, but the series is great. It is dubbed in English, so it, it's natively, I think, in Swiss. It, I, I thought it was Dutch. I thought it was Maybe German. Dutch. I think you're right with Dutch. Uh, I, I highly recommend going to the English dub, obviously, but uh, throw on the English subtitles because sometimes things get lost in translation when they're when they're redubbing it, and the subtitles help tell the story a little bit better. But the rain is really good, Brian. I think you even watched it too. Yeah, as per your recommendation, I'm in the middle of season two right now, but highly entertaining. And the dub is not distracting in any way. I know some people worry about that. Um, it's it's very well done, well dubbed, good voice acting uh, by whoever dubbed it. Um, yeah, I I really enjoyed it. I was quite surprised. So those are our two recommendations uh, this week. Uh, we'll do some more next week. We just know that the show, the show ran a little bit longer than we normally like. Uh, so just wanted to trim it down. So, listeners, as I said at the top of the show, you have some homework. Number one, please subscribe to this podcast and get a new episode every single week. Give us a five-star review on iTunes. And more importantly, share the show with a friend because sharing is the internet is the ultimate. <laughs> sharing is the ultimate internet currency, and we thank you for your donation. So thank you so much, listeners, for making us your walk around your neighborhood or your drive to work. And we will see you next week. Well, welcome to the club because you are that kind of nerd. I gave you $40,000. And you gave me a cinder block broom with a poster of Reservoir Dogs on it. And I thought our transaction was complete. Before we go into the next drop, the next dropic. That's what I was going to say right yeah, there. Yeah, let's go into that dropic. Go into the let's dropic drop it right like there. it's hot. Drop it like the dropic. Drop it like it's hot tip. Hot go. topic. Uh, hot topic. Why did you make that the hot pockets theme? Because <laughs> it's hot and then another word in one That's syllable. like the exact opposite of what hot topic hot stands for. Pocket. Hot topic. I it's, want you to walk into so a hot much. topic. I want you to walk into a hot topic, do that, and see. Who tries to uh, whip you with no, one you of those know, like studded belts? You know they're going to be like, oh, drink, drink, That's what they're going to say. I, I didn't even understand what you said. Exactly. They, they got the tongue ring. They just got it pierced, so they can't really. Oh, talk okay. Well, I mean, and they have difficulty hearing because they have those giant holes in their ears. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Hmm? Let's see it.